what's good? It's your girl, Wilhelmina Jones, a.k.a. The Empress Rod. I'm checking in live right now for another episode of Straight Raw. And you already know how we do it on this side. We keep it at straightraw.com. So I have two special guests with me, the ladies, you know, chiming in. Go ahead and introduce yourself for the people that don't know you. Hey, everyone. It's your girl, Shea Bay in the building. It's your girl, Envy. What's good, y'all boys? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's how you know you from Miami, though, when you say y'all boys. Y'all boys. That's that lingo right there. I bet you could go somewhere else. You think they'd probably be like, wow, that's disrespectful. Like, nah, 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 nah. That's how we talk. That's how we talk. Appreciate everybody that's been tuning in. You know, we got a lot of great feedback. Um coming back in with the podcast so make sure y'all stay tuned because we definitely gonna be giving you the straight raw topics the top five straight raw moments and just keeping you up to date with what's going on as far as in the world all the craziness and it's been a lot going on since the last time we talked and i just cannot wait to come back and just speak on everything that's been going on um i've been out of town a lot recently so that's why um, I haven't put out the next episode, but my experience out of town, it's, it's just been crazy. I just really feel like you got to, you know, not be comfortable in the position you're in. You have to go outside of your comfort zone. So you got to plug in with other people. I feel it's very important to build relationships and stuff like that, not just be, okay, I'm happy with what I'm doing in my town. Like, no, you got to get out of town if you want to build because I really feel like, yeah, networking, networking is very important. Yeah, is your network. So mm-hmm. I've been missing, but I've been working because I've just been, you know, trying to plug in and connect um, with different people to just, you know, evolve and go further in life. So recently I've been to New York, um, Atlanta, and then I went back to New York to handle some business. And I'm not going to say everything that's going on. Matter of fact, Y'all just got to tune in and keep watching to see what's going to happen with the plugs. Make sure you follow me at Empress Raw on Instagram. I'm going to go ahead and make back the Twitter because, you know, they really disrespecting me. But Mm. make sure you follow me on Instagram at Empress Raw so you can find out uh, what my Twitter, my new handle is going to be. But I'm coming back real soon. Like you never left. You will, (laughs) me. Yeah. But um, out of town, I did get a chance to meet two people that I really look up to in the um, journalism world and man the experiences were quite different but I said once I got back I had to discuss how (laughs) I felt you know what I'm saying because like Rose said you know when idols become rivals (laughs) that's how I feel you know what I'm saying yeah so um, (laughs) the first person I met (laughs) <laughs> or ran into was Wendy Williams. Um, she happened to be at this party that Ross was having for Port of Miami too in New York, and it was lit. All kind of people were there from DJ Khaled, French Montana, Fat Joe, and like I said, Wendy Williams was there. So she was sitting in the section, and when I came in, I was just geeked. I was like, oh, boy, that's Wendy Williams. I know Wendy Williams ain't in here, right? <laughs> I would have too, I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, so I was like excited to see her and everything. So I'm in VIP or whatever, doing what I'm supposed to be doing, getting 
content for rose social media and all this type of stuff so i see her and i'm taping like i normally do so um i reach over to her and i say oh my gosh it's so good to meet you and she you know push back like you know what i'm saying like don't touch me and i'm like okay cool because i'm like all right well you know maybe people feel uncomfortable maybe I went to put my hand on her knee or something, and she felt mm-hmm. like uh, yeah. some people don't like to be touched. Personal so, space. yeah, get, get out of my personal space. Okay, cool. So I'm continuing doing what I'm doing or whatever. She going to tap me, and I'm like, ha, Wendy is tapping me. How can I help you? She was <laughs> tapping me to say, okay, that's enough. Can you stop taping me? And I'm like, <clears throat> she hadn't activated day County in me, you know what I'm <laughs> saying? But I was still being polite. Because uh-huh. I'm doing yeah. my job. Right. You feel me? Then she's like, talking about don't tape her. And I'm like, I work for Rick Ross. Right. And she was like, okay, you work for Rick? And I'm like, yes. So she saw them pass me a bottle and, you know, him responding to me, taping him and, you know, him being in my camera and everything. So she realized, like, I was cool. Uh-huh. So I, I still, you know, since this is somebody I told her after that, I'm like, after the first initial, hey, how are you doing? I told her, I'm like, wow, you know, I really look up to you. So this is the second time she kind of brushed me off, like, to kind of be like, yeah, bitch, whatever. <laughs> so now I'm starting to catch feelings, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Because yeah. I'm like, dang, the first time I understand, stay, you know, okay, you just meeting me, don't be in my personal space. But for me to tell you, as a younger black woman, like, hey, I look up to you, whatever, and you to kind of just like brush me off like it was nothing. Yeah, that's rude. I was like, damn, that's kind of rude, and that was so um, disrespectful and so discouraging. I was like, yeah. it came out kind of opposite of what I would think. I don't expect, you know, but I was expecting her to be at least like, you know, more welcoming to somebody saying that they look up to you and. You know, even maybe take a picture with your fans or whatever. And she was so rude. Yeah, so, that's why sometimes they say sometimes it's it's not a good thing to meet people you look up to sometimes because it, it can go either way. It's either they can be exactly what you thought they were or mm-hmm. they can be the complete opposite. opposite. Um, yeah. Because, I mean, I would have to say that I've never met a celebrity has who has made me feel any type of way. Thank God, because knowing my personality, I might not take that well, but... I haven't met anyone in the industry who has made me feel small or made me feel like, dang, I can't come talk to you or I can't show my respect to you. Like, that's well, just so crazy very, to me. Very, extremely rude. And so this that was strike two. So the third strike was <clears throat> I still was like, okay, whatever. Like, this is Wendy Williams. Let me see if she wants some Bel Air, you know. And I'm <laughs> trying to um see if she wants something to drink. She ignores me yet again. So I'm like, okay, let me stop sweating this bitch because clearly she don't want to be bothered or whatever. Mm -hmm. (coughs) So on my way out the club, I'm still being polite, you know, because this is somebody I look up to. So she was like, MMG, we kind of move. We move like the mob. You feel me? It's not, nobody's going to say, hey, it's time to go. We about to leave. You got to just kind of be up on game. You're going to look around. You see in the eye movements. You see we about to leave the club. Okay, it's time to go. So we getting ready to leave. And um, she was kind of like stumbling because, you know, she's kind of old. And <laughs> so she was 
you know. <laughs> so she was like trying to get up off the VIP couch. So I did my <laughs> hand to her, even though she disrespected me and was rude as fuck, to, to like to try to help her up. Yeah. She pulled her hand back from me. So <laughs> I already knew what was happening. I knew we was about to move fast you and get out. Cooties, cooties. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? She was like really just trying me. So it just came to a point where as I'm walking out the club, I just kicked that whole foot on the way out the door. And I just <laughs> don't feel bad about it because it was like a terrible experience. And I'm just <laughs> like, maybe. Damn, dog. Day. Like, you. Fuck <laughs> having you right. a it bad was, day. Yeah, you you right. don't have to be rude to people and. Yeah. You know, try to make people feel small. Like, I wasn't on that. So, I was very happy to kick her big-ass foot on the way out the door because I was just so disappointed. You know what I'm saying? You I know, was just so yeah, yeah, I get disappointed. Like, damn, this is a black woman in the business. Yeah. Like, why would you act like that? And it just actually taught me from that. I said, well, God, maybe you're showing me this. So I could know when I do get to a certain level and a certain status how not to act. Like, I would never treat somebody who tell me, hey, I look up to you like shit. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, that's true. And I, I'm, I'm very big on, you know, as much as success that she has, I'm very big on the type of energy you put out. Like, it's like you can be successful, you could be rich, and people know you, but it's like at the end of the day, I always tell people, like I tell my friends, I'm like, I know we all strive to be successful and make money and have beautiful families and things like that. Just everything that everyone claims is the American dream, right? Yeah. But at the end of the day, I'm like, when people go up, when people go up there to talk about you or eulogize you, God forbid, at your funeral, are we going to care how many awards you had? Are we going to care how many plaques you had on your wall, how many degrees you had? Yeah, it's how you treat people. So at the end of the day, it's like, okay, you can have all the success in the world, but you want niggas to go up to your funeral and be like, oh, well, she was an Emmy award winning. Bitch, that, yeah, don't, right. that don't matter. It's the type nah, of person just, you are, like the, how you touch and facts. impact people on a daily basis. That's what matters. So I'm, I, I'm very, very big on people. Yeah, their energy, what they put out, what they give people. I understand people having a bad day. Yeah. Maybe she had a bad day, she but at the end of the day, and what I if you never have an interaction don't with her again? Want you in their personal space sometimes too. I understand that, but I don't feel like you gotta be rude and nasty and act like i'm disgusting i'm big you up i'm showing you love you feel me like i just feel like everybody got their ways you feel me and i'm not saying that what she did was okay because you know i don't know what the hell she was going through that day but you know you might encounter her at a different time and it, the, the experience might be completely different but still at the end of the day i feel like whatever the hell you're going through leave that shit at home bro if you feel like you finna give out negative vibes or energy or come out with an attitude, stay your ass at the out crib. You're in the public, like, so you a public figure. People yeah. are going to tape you. People mm -hmm. are going to have you on video. And if it's somebody who's working at somebody camping, you in the VIP, you should at least be cordial to the people that you and in there it, Yeah, with. and yeah. it's a way to say it, too. Like, she could even if she could have been like, you know, hey, sweetheart, I'm sorry. I'm I'm not in the, in the mood, mood, you know. Yeah. Hey, can you not take me? It's a way to do it. Yeah. Like, it not, if she would have done it that way, it would have been no problem. All like that, though. It was just, like, a super deep I moment. mean, just in general. And just to end that, like, you just got to be very careful the way that you treat people, too. You know what I mean? Because 
I try to treat people. I don't care if you the janitor or the president of a company. Like I still treat everybody with the same respect. First so. impressions are everything. Because God forbid be. she don't see Wendy again. That's gonna be her impression. That's, that's what she gonna tell people. So right. because and she probably that's don't even give a fuck either. She, she don't. So. I'm sure she don't. But for me, that's a lasting impression as a black woman in the business right. coming up doing media like. You meet people that you look up to. Like, if Oprah treated me like that, I ain't going to tell you I drop out. Bruh. Because I really look up to her, and I just can't nah, see her acting nah, in that type of way. Me neither, boy. Oprah do some shit like, like that, I'm going to be like, you lying, Empress. You lying on that lady. I ain't going to kick a foot, though, I'm a def- I, I love her, but. <laughs> I'm going to defend her like she Chick-fil-A, boy. I ain't going to lie. Yeah, but. And then uh, uh, opposite to that, I met somebody else who was, like, somebody I look up to as well. Um, He's a hip-hop journalist that goes by the name of Elliot Wilson. And I also met him in New York, and the experience was so different. 360. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And um, I went where he was at. He was doing his crown. He was um, interviewing Young Thug. And I, I had a moment to where I could see him after the interview walking, and I'm telling my friend, like, yo, that's Elliot Wilson. I got to holler at him. <laughs> So I see him, and he was, was so... Was that your New York voice? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he was so nice and so cordial and so patient, and he stopped to take a picture now. Okay, he may not be Wendy Williams' tax bracket or whatever, but just the fact of a well-respected... But he's legendary. ...hip-hop yeah, journalist, uh-huh. you know, and he had the time to stop and speak to me, and my friend was fucking up the picture... And he <laughs> stood there and still took several pictures. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Patience. Like, yeah. And that just was so opposite of what I went through with her. And I'm like, no, this is more of how you're supposed to be, how how it should be. You know, when you meet somebody that you look up to, like, you should never make somebody feel small. So, well, if you're a public figure and you listen to this, you act right, me, act accordingly, govern yourself yeah, it's, accordingly. It's, it's no shade. It's just, yeah, it's just things to live by like you never know if that person's gonna ever see you again and it's like first impressions are everything regardless of what you're going through fake it till you make it they always tell you that in the business no just treat people with fucking respect yeah call yeah, me courtesy you made it or not you know, just it be nice be yeah. kind be kind and you know if i was having a bad day so she could have been doing that shit and then i ddt her off the couch and then what happened yeah. you know what i'm saying like not the so, queen. Don't worry <laughs> about it. Just treat people, you know, how you want to be treated. That's all I want to say about that. But outside of that, I also went to Revolt Conference in Atlanta, and that was very um, good, just the different panels of discussion. I like being anywhere where it's like-minded individuals that people who are out for a common cause, like they want more out of life. So just be surrounded by that energy and um, to see the different panelists and the insight, I'm about solutions. I hear artists a lot of times complaining about, oh, the local radio won't play my song. Oh, this is not going the way I want it to be. So guess what? You got to make a way. You could complain or you could make a way. So when they have different conferences where the people have made it and you in a position where you haven't made it yet, why wouldn't you spend $100 to go invest in yourself and see what other people that have made it are talking about and instead of just complain and you want somebody to hold their hand yeah right. you got to get out here and if i'm 
or they feel like somebody don't just gonna get up one day and go to their SoundCloud and boom. Like, yeah, like, it's what type like, of shit you on? They don't even advertise shit. <laughs> they feel like they too good to go to fucking interviews, post shit, retweet shit, like shit. Bitch, who are you? Like, wow. I'm not gonna lie. Like, honestly, th- of course, like, I'm not fully in the industry yet, but I'm just saying, like, as a person or whatever, like, if I'm, if, no matter what I do, if I'm getting interviews and all this shit and I need exposure, I don't give a fuck what, if I had, if I took my time to sit at somebody's interview or um sit with sit down with somebody so the person can interview me or whatever and they post it, I'm gonna share that shit. I'm gonna retweet it. And then on top of that, I'll be following a lot of these artists. They don't even promote their own shit. They playing. Yeah. They're not fucking serious. Anybody who's gonna take them if you don't take yourself serious, who's gonna take you serious? Right. A word. And they ass playing, man. And guess what? I was in Atlanta and I could count on one hand how many people I saw from the city from Atlanta. You know, in the conference like but yet, more people will complain on social media and complain about what's not going on and complain about, oh, everybody in Atlanta is making it, but they have a conference at first and revolt in your own backyard. I probably, it was like probably five artists that I saw from Miami That's really taking advantage of it when it was Miami and in Atlanta where everybody's like, oh, why we can't be like Atlanta and stuff like that. You would expect to see them out there. And it was <laughs> even less people than what I saw in Miami. So don't complain you know if it's, you know, it's solutions out there. And if you feel like, oh, they just taking our money, they was dropping gems, valuable yeah. information. You in the same room with Diddy and all type of major um, plugs, you know, like. So it's up to you to what you want to do it. But don't get mad yeah. when you, you know, doing the same shit, not making progress, and, and then you just want to complain. Not making Bruh, moves. like stay stuck. I'm not going to lie, because you see how I – um, run the um, straight raw Instagram and Twitter. Mm-hmm. I got niggas that will retweet shit that have big ass follow fan bases. Mm-hmm. 426k followers. They take their time out to like it. They take their time out to retweet it. They take their time out to repost it. And I see the artists down here that will actually don't have half of that following. Yeah, don't have that a will quarter. Post their interviews. Them niggas gonna fucking blow. The other niggas that feel like they too good and feel like they already they made, made it, it, they gonna stay stuck where the fuck they at. Right. And it's good. Ain't nobody finna waste t- waste no time on them. Exactly. Believe that. Yes, yeah, she asked. But that was my out-of-town experience. And um, the major thing out of that, uh, what we're saying is just, you know, be about solutions. There are different things that you can go and take advantage of as an artist. So make sure you do that instead of, complain and be very mindful of how you treat people because you just never know too on your way mm-hmm. coming up you know going up you never know who is going to be coming down or vice versa like who you might need so yeah just be very careful how you treat people but going into the straight raw topics my gosh it's been so much <laughs> craziness going on like this week in general and just the past week, like, man, the first trending topic has to be this whole Takashi Six Nine trial. <sighs> Listen, somebody, somebody tweeted today. It was so, it was so funny. Somebody said, "Yo, this is power in real life." I said, "Nigga, for real." They using, they using all the terms on Twitter and Instagram right now. They're like uh, criminal informants, like, like. I'm just like, you can't make this shit up. Yo, like, I've never seen nothing 
like this in my life. The boy is sitting up there on the stand pretty much calling everybody out. I'm talking about people, people talking he went to elementary school with. <laughs> like, no, anybody. His grandma, bro. Like, everybody was getting told on. And um, he names that he brought up was uh, Jim Jones. I, I heard he called him a retired rapper and said he was part of the gang. Trippy yeah, Red and um, Cardi B were some of the celebrities that he mentioned. Also, I heard uh, Casanova. I believe, but yeah, he just was on trial and he went to just talking about everything. But the gag is the crazy part is um, following the trial. I didn't know the details, so I didn't know that about him being kidnapped and um, basically they try to rob him and sleeping with his baby mama and stuff by his little crew members, you know, by his crew members. So, my thing is everybody's like, oh, he a snitch. Oh, he bigger than Master Splinter. He the biggest rat we ever <laughs> saw and everything. But if you are in a position where somebody kidnaps you, robs you, and was fucking with your family, so when you go to court, you mean to tell me you're not going to say nothing? Nope. Why the fuck you still around them niggas? You should have been banned them niggas I when mean, you had a chance to. Yeah, yeah. I mean... Yeah, I get that side, but I think, especially, I've, I've been liking some of the perspectives coming from some of the celebrities who have been in those situations, who have been to prison, and a lot of them do say, like, okay, don't choose the life of crime, or don't choose to affiliate yourself in the underworld or if you ain't really in organized that crime if yeah. you ain't bought that life. Because yeah. the thing about it is that it's a code. he was doing that shit for cop. Because the thing is, mm -hmm. what they've been saying in court is that he never had to initiate himself in the gang. So it's like he was basically funding the shit. They needed money for guns and stuff like that. So he, his rap career was funding their their criminal organization basically well, so he, so he technically was him. not in the gang but he technically was funding them so he had something to do with it so, so he got that clout from basically like basically it was a tit for tat like he was getting a street cred getting right. the, the train nine label oh, i'm a blood i'm a blood and they were getting the the money to fund the guns and the, and their gang lifestyle i don't know what's wrong with these new rap jits why i gotta do that he, you don't have Anything to, to be taken no seriously. He felt like he had to actually affiliate himself with. He could have um, took a different direction with his music. To be honest with you, and I'm pretty sure nobody would have given a fuck. Nobody would have gave a fuck. No. I'm gonna be real with you. I didn't give a fuck. I don't uh, care. You know what like, got, what that got him now, like, popping though is all that trolling and everything um, that he was doing on the internet, and it's just crazy to see now because. So many people's lives are affected by this. Like, um, one of the guys I know, he already is he doing like gonna do fifteen years or something like that. Yeah, his his manager, and I use that with quotes because I heard he wasn't really his manager, but he was handling some of the bookings and stuff for him. Um, Shoddy, he was like always with Takashi everywhere. Like, if you go pull up videos at TMZ, he was always there around him, whatever. He got fifteen years. Um. But another thing that they were saying they were saying was that they had already infiltrated. It wasn't just Takashi, also the driver. Yeah, I saw that. Today. They threatened 
to have him deported. So they're like, look, it's either you help the feds are like, it's either you cooperate or we or send you your ass back to your country. Home. What's up? Mm-hmm. So he basically they had cameras in the in the um SUV and basically that's how they got the whole kidnapping thing, the whole robbery because there was cameras all throughout the car. Yeah, because everybody was wondering when that footage popped up, like where the hell did the surveillance come from in the camera? Uh, let me tell you. I something. mean, in the van. <laughs> what if feds come knocking at your door, it's different from the police. If the feds, the government, the United States of America knocks on your door, they already have all the evidence. They not coming half-assed. They got audio. They got video. They got paperwork. They got surveillance video. They got everything. So, nigga, if you fucking with feds, no. You your life is over. So he yeah. was already like he was already set up from the driver too, mm-hmm. in which they didn't know. So it's just crazy, but and and it's like with the whole gang and stuff. I just can't believe they were so careless and let somebody just come in like that. And he basically single handedly is taking down their whole organization. Like, I mean. And I'm pretty Everybody sure Everybody getting was. fucked up in the situation, to right. be honest with you. And mm-hmm. they said, according to TMZ, they said that if uh, 6 9 gets released into protective custody, he's going to have to get his tattoos removed. Of course. Just, and they're going to have to get a hold of I his really face. I really feel like, and a part of me feels like he feels like, even after all this snitching, like the people is going to feel him because of the position he was in. No. And I think he really, in his mind, think he might could be able to make music again and stuff. I don't, I don't see how. I if feel like he how you is gonna be on done now. Think about it. How you going to make music? How you going to go to studios? How you going to tour? How you going to do club events? Niggas going to know where that. you at. And how you in witness protection and going to be a s- artist? <laughs> You How you gonna make money if you can't tour and you can't? Be outside the studio nah, session. that ain't gonna save his life. No. <laughs> Duh, nah, uh, they, I don't know, buddy. They but gonna you're have done, snipers done, at that shit. Yeah. You're they done. Gonna, you're done. I don't done. see how because most artists make their their money off of touring. How he gonna make any money? How he gonna go to New York? I don't he know. He gonna have Texas, to move to Mexico. Anywhere. Take all the tattoos off he his face. Cut his hair. Get a whole new identity. I'm because saying, I yeah, really just I can't, and then come out as a brand new rapper. I can't see him going back in the streets of New York or like you know he got a price tag on his head. All them people he got jammed up, and, and all the people that he's continuing to. Talk I mean, about. since he's a bitch, he might as well get you know some some you know titties what? or something. So, wait, 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 wait. This is my thing though. So because of all the telling he's doing, is he supposed to get off completely or is he still going to have to do something? He's, time? They're going to give him time served. So basically the amount of time that he's already spent, he's already spent about a year in there because they locked him up last year around this time. Mm-hmm. So they're going to they're going to add that, basically use that time as you are already in prison. I That's heard so. they're going to probably let him get out next year, January. That's what I'm that's Damn. what I'm seeing on the blogs January 2020. I don't know if that's accurate, but that's what I was seeing uh, reports that he could be getting out as early as um January 2020, but I think that might be just something that they use cuz I heard what they usually do, they put out a date and then they let them either come out earlier or later because the feds don't want anybody to know when they're actually coming out. Damn, he getting 
less time than JT. That's I was thinking the same. Thing. I know that's crazy, huh? That's crazy. Which like, I heard should be home soon. But yes, real, JT. real soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Free JT, the real ones, not the snitch. Anyway, <laughs> going on to the next situation. Have you been hearing about what's going on with AB, um, Antonio Brown, and um, the you know, accusations and uh, him calling the GM a cracker and all this stuff. AB, yeah, so, do okay. it. Listen, do, do white people really get offended when people call them cracker? Like, is it really like an equal connotation of like somebody calling a black person a nigga? Like, is is it the same thing? Like, do they really Maybe feel it in nigger. their chest? Were you calling him a cracker? Like I don't, I don't know. know. I'm gonna ask one tomorrow and see what <laughs> he says. But I don't know if is that the reason why he the reason why he got why, let off of the team, um, allegedly, right, is because he wanted to be released. He asked them to release him. He did? Yeah, he did. I thought um I thought he got released because of these sex Alex. Oh no, that had, that had came after. Yeah, the after. So the allegations came. Yeah, after. So, I don't know, but I just see that um, now he's going through it. Yeah. Now he's been let go from the um, Patriots. Yeah, the Patriots. so basically when he left uh, the Raiders, um, everyone's like, he's never going to play again. I don't see what team going to pick him up, da, 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 da. And then a little bit after, I'll say like a day after, that's when I was seeing that the Patriots, Patriots had picked him up, up or whatever. And, and then, did he he went to training camp and all that? Mm-hmm. Did, okay. Yeah, and then that's when the accusations came in where they said that he – Pulled his weed out and <laughs> allegedly came on somebody back or something like that without her permission or something. Um, yeah, and it kind of didn't make sense, so I guess they try to throw something else out there. And then there's another, a second woman that came forth and said that she was sexually harassed or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, allegedly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because <laughs> some people thought the timing was um, convenient. I still feel um, like, and then they were they were putting out videos of the alleged victim with AB, and like from the I, videos, they were like, "That this doesn't seem I think right." That's why like, the second how could you be so the... uncomfortable with a person, but then in the videos, you don't see that type of vibe. vibe yeah. I mean, obviously, this is my thing. I'm not gonna victim shame. I'm not gonna say that. Or whatever, because you know nowadays everyone is really sensitive. And as a woman, I get it, because this this is the reason why I said it's it's so important as a woman for you to always tell the truth, especially in situations like this. I really hate when women lie because when things really do happen to women, this is why they're scared to come out. Because it's like, who gonna believe you? It's always going to be this dark cloud over, like, sexual harassment and rape claims because there are really women who come out and lie. And especially when it's somebody famous, people are always going to feel like it's about money. He said and, he, was, right. he was trying to extort him mm-hmm. or whatever, trying to blackmail him or whatever for bread. But I don't know. I heard people saying that he should have just gave her that money or whatever. I don't agree with that because once you you give into that, they're not going to fucking stop. Yeah. They're going to keep trying to take Keep extorting. Up. Yeah. yeah. Like, they not mm. gonna stop. Like, I, I don't. That's agree. sad because not only is his career affected, but he has a whole family. And I wasn't there, so I really don't know what happened. But it's just like it seems like a lot of times. I mean, it goes both ways because sometimes people abuse their um 
privilege and mm-hmm. then sometimes it's like people see this as a way to get money. money so right you just really never know but now here it is um they let him go and um some people were saying that he was starting to six nine because he was talking about shannon sharp well how come he never got um <laughs> You know, kicked off of the yeah, show after out, like, his accusations, <laughs> and then you know, um, even the owner or whatever, not Uncle Shannon, um, but his name is Robert Kraft, and he uh-huh, yeah got accused of sexual accusations and stuff like that. But what about him? And he's still, you know, in his position. So, um, it's just crazy because now he's saying that. He's no longer wants to be a part of the NFL. And I actually saw the day that he enrolled in school, like, mm-hmm. to take some classes. It's like, not over for him. He got other damn, I thought he do. was so talented. Like, one of the most talented people and he from, in and the he league from, for the career. from Miami. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, but he, now he's enrolled at Central Michigan University. And he actually showed his uh, schedule today that since he will be no longer playing for the uh patriots his new journey is going to be um going back to school so i don't know and i hate to see his talent you know go to waste but if he did do that that was so stupid and i feel bad for you know the victim right involved if it's really true but if not it's just it's just a terrible situation. And I hate to see that because, like, you got money. You got a family. Like, you right. got a career. Why get mixed up in this shit? And we see this happen all the time. Athletes all because the they time. mess with multiple women. They put themselves in that position where they they expose themselves to that shit. And to be honest with you, when you – and I see that happen with a lot of men that already are in relationships. They're either – like, they either have a girlfriend, they're married or whatever – Women will try to fucking extort their ass. Oh, I'm gonna I'm I'm come out and I'm gonna say this and that because it's easier to get it up out of the right. way. And I'm mm-hmm. not gonna lie. To be honest with you, my nigga was cheating on me and he was messing with somebody behind my back. He better not get that bitch hush money. And even if I find out, bruh, you better cut that check on me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like Kobe. An apology. What the fuck? Like Kobe with the yellow diamond. Yes, hey, yo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They, Cause they don't stop. They do not fucking stop. That's crazy. Well, AB, I wish you the best, man. I really hope to see you back on the field. I really Thank hope you. that, um, you know, this situation gets sorted out. Well, and even if he doesn't get back in the field. Hopefully I just hate to see him yeah, just exactly succeed and whatever he got going on. Yeah. So best of luck to you, situation. brother, man. Best of luck to you. Okay. Also, hot topics. Um, that's been going on and around social media did you hear about the six-year-old that was arrested for having a temper tantrum man it's a dark day in america i don't understand like every day you see what you see news reports and you're about? like man y'all be These making this shit board. up like what Oh, let me chill. Let me chill for the kick me off of this shit too my <laughs> bad <laughs> now you keep this great bro a six a six-year-old a, a six-year-old and she was wait so speak to me and let me know she got handcuffed and everything yes when you said arrested yes and arrested they took her yes um in and they called what? her grandma 
and let them know that she got arrested. This girl got to go to trial and everything. She got to go to court. And if they said if she missed that day, she's going to get arrested. This girl So sticks. what did she do, fight the officer? No, I just heard she just caught a temper tantrum. And um, they took her. And she got to go to trial? Bruh, I don't know these Orlando crackers. Man, niggas selling. Nah, let me chill out. It's it's really unreal oh because it's like God. it's it's like y'all ain't kid, get George Zimmerman yet, kid, but y'all arrested she's a, kid. a six year old. Like child. I'm not yeah. gonna say that kids. I'm okay. I'm not gonna be one of those people who say okay, yeah, she's six years old. Oh, because you are supposed to teach a six year old right from wrong. But at the end of the day, that's a six year old. That's a child. That, that, that's a, a kid is gonna be a kid. A kid be snapping. A, a kid cries. A kid when they don't get what they want, they spaz. That's how they are. Not so, saying that is right, but not saying it's right, that, but that, but that's. It's All not of us did that. Your ass. No, I ain't doing my money with it. Not, not BDT, what I mean is. Right. We still had moments where our parents have to scold us and we feel some type of way. Have you not cried when your parents hit you or something oh, like yeah. that? Or tem- We're kids. But at the end of the day, it's like for you to traumatize. Because this is going to fuck her up. Yeah, it is. Well, I hope she'll do that I, shit I again after this. I think it's already fucking this. her up because she was already crying because her grandma was <laughs> sad and all that stuff. And she didn't like the experience. It was asking her, like, Listen, how she as felt. an adult getting handcuffed and put in a police car, imagine a six-year-old. Yeah. That's crazy. Wow. I can't. Mm-hmm. I can't. She probably was scared as shit. Like, you but can't. Yet. I would have took her out of that fucking school, wherever the hell she was. I would have put her in homeschool or something. Like, shit ain't safe no more. She's fucking six. That's what they do. But yet, today, I heard um, somebody hit a police officer. Look. And... They let her go. I literally she was saw, white, wasn't she? I literally, she? literally dun, saw dun, this dun, on dun. the news la- last night. Like, I was watching it because I had just got back in from out of town. And, like, I was, like, trying to unwind to try to go to sleep. And I had it on the news. And literally, it was a video. I guess the cop was arresting her boyfriend. I guess she wanted to be jumping. I, I guess she was supposed to do something. And then she not only takes her purse and throws it at the cop, he pushes her. So she ends up on the floor. He pushed her like, yo, chill out. you need to chill out. She gets up, takes her heel, and basically hits the cop with it. She was white, wasn't she? She's either white or Hispanic. I don't know what ethnicity mm. she is. I don't know if she's white or Hispanic, but she's not wah, black. Wah. Let's let's say that. Yeah, and she just let off. But yet, my six-year-old homie is getting jammed up. You know, I heard all all they had to do was apologize. I heard the cop accept their apology. Wow, how she nice! The little, how the little nice. white girl. Yeah, mm. that's crazy. Yeah, the privilege is real. How nice! Crazy. But going on to the next topic, um, there's been a lot of backlash about H and M and their latest campaign. Boy, I don't know. H and M just. Can't seem to win, can't get right. <laughs> like every time you turn around, it's a backlash about I would a say new take ad. Off the campaign, but they gonna get backlash for that too. <laughs> oh my god! So the recent um, situation is there's this black child. It was a girl. Yes, it was a, a black girl, and you know um, the ad they said that they were going for is. You know, just after school, everyday look how kids are. And, you know, after school, they look a lot different from when they go to school yeah. right. in the morning. So, um, 
this ad hits social media and everybody is outraged and going crazy like um what's good with h&m because if you remember a few months ago they got backlash for addressing a little black boy in a i think it was last year uh, a last year a uh, sweater with the coolest what? monkey in the in, in the, the coolest monkey <laughs> in the jungle they had a black boy so everybody was offended and yet they're back again and now everybody is in an uproar because they feel like why would they put an advertisement out with this uh black girl with her hair untidy and stuff and a lot of people are bothered by it but um they came back in defense and they showed the entire advertisement where they had several different kids and they showed that their hair was messy and stuff and it was after school that's how it's supposed to look they um, weren't black yeah right so um there were a bunch of different kids that they had so it wasn't just like oh we just purposely put the girl like this to look untidy like that was the whole campaign them being after school you know what i noticed about social media is that usually whoever starts tweets like that i really feel like sometimes they try to go viral um because that's why uh, that's why a lot of people say you have to be careful and get the full context of something before you start your outrage or you, before you start tweeting me yeah. i'm one of those people i've learned before i start tweeting retweeting getting mad whatever i go to go look to see what other blogs are saying what other people are saying first i get the whole full story before i'm like okay this is what it is yeah, because they I, take anything and run with it without having any whoever, other facts. Exactly. Whoever posted those pictures, it looked like they selectively picked out the black girl's picture and didn't put the rest of the kids. Mm -hmm. Because I didn't know it was the full campaign. Me I either. thought it was just one. Like, Because the thing about it, when you go on their website, like if they're selling a particular shirt, like they'll use a model and then that's it. I didn't know it was a full campaign. Mm -hmm. So when I saw those pictures, they're like, oh, H&M has done it again, da, 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 da. Then I saw a YouTuber talk about it, and they're like, well, guys, here's the other pictures. I'm like, wow. <laughs> they just forgot to mention. Nigga, imagine yeah, if I would have been one of those other people just start tweeting first and then find out I would have had that egg on my face right stop, now. Bro. That like, shit not going to stop. That, that going viral shit. Cancel culture shit. shit. It's a yeah. dicky, I guess. And they I just like the attention. I feel like a lot of people are profiting off of black outrage. Like, because it's so in right now. The, 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 the thing about it is that as a black person, it's, it is a lot of pain. And it's a lot of... Think about it. Black hair is very important. Mm -hmm. It's It's one of those things that has always been a... Not a thorn in our side, but it's always been something people use to hurt people. And I'm pretty sure every black girl, every black boy has had a situation where someone has made them feel insignificant or small about their hair if it wasn't a certain way. Yeah, because they'd be like, yo, nappy. I've had ass. experiences like that. Yeah. Even the person who was like, um, I, I don't want to misquote what her position was, marketing or something. And she was talking about how um she has felt uncomfortable and she can't wait till she gets into a space where she feels comfortable about wearing her own natural hair because you know in corporate america a lot of times they're strict or you know they have yeah. something to say about the way you look and um i can't relate i'm i'm black my hair is black and pink right now i have dreads and i, I know they probably be outraged when they see me but i just feel like for myself it's good for me to 
um, just embrace my natural self yeah. and just be happy with who I am. It's but everybody, niggas that say you know, shit don't feel like that. Because, you know, my whole thing is, in speaking about hair and black mm-hmm. hair, um, this girl had tweeted some shit where she was like, she was at work and she felt so embarrassed because her manager called her out in front of everybody because she had her natural hair out, mm-hmm. right? And try to humiliate her or whatever. And this boy was like, oh, so what? You get you need to get your hair done from a black nigga. I was entertaining this black nigga. And he was like, I used to have my, I don't give a fuck. You FaceTime me? <laughs> I don't you give a fuck. Real you. Crazy in my hair. I don't care if my hair looking like a fro. If I just washed it, if there's shrinkage, I don't care. I'm going to answer that FaceTime call, and what you see is what you're going to get. I don't care. But I had this one boy that be like, oh, when I, when you FaceTime me or when you call me or whatever, you got to have inches in your hair and bundles and all that stuff. You got to wear weaves and wigs or whatever. And these niggas don't understand, like, it's a black man now. I don't talk to white niggas. <laughs> it's, it's a black man now. But and you I'm felt like, like he was tearing you down. Like, it's not or, that he was tearing me because I'll fucking destroy a motherfucker. But he was just being disrespectful. Like, I'm like, what the fuck is my hair? And I actually asked him, I'm like, nigga, you going to pay for this shit? Mm-hmm. Even though, like, I literally, like, would go, because like, that was around the time I used to go back and forth between Miami and Orlando. I would literally, like, take out my hair when I come back home and wash it and treat it. And it's like, damn, like, I can't wear my real hair out. And these niggas be the main ones saying that, you know, I don't want no boy to hold or whatever. Like, you know what I'm saying? But, and I mean, like, I think it's different for different um, men. because different some, Yeah, because some people are like that. They, they don't want to see that, oh, you need to go get your hair done. And then some people actually can say, damn, like, I love the natural beauty and, you know, will treat you and holler at you in a different, whole different way than... When you got your inches or where you got your natural hair, so I Bruh, think that's. I'm gonna get my hair done. But you that's, know, I'm you know what I find interesting though. Um, somebody made the comment that basically this whole H and M situation held the mirror up to black people, because a lot of those comments came from black women that were disrespecting this little girl, and, it was a, and a, a lot child. of a lot of people were saying, "Okay, y'all know that kids are very tech savvy." What does she go on one of these blog sites and see these comments y'all leaving that basically she need edge control, her hair look unhealthy, this is unkempt. Listen, I don't care what bundles y'all got in y'all hair. Mm-hmm. Brazilian, whatever. I don't care if your hair is 3C. Mm-hmm. I don't care what type of hair you got. At the end of the day, I feel like some people are only comfortable with natural hair when it look a certain way. Mm-hmm. Nigga, my hair is 4C. I don't give a fuck. At the end of the day, I had to teach myself self-love because in middle school, people used to, people used to make fun of my hair. Yeah, me too. This was the time before natural. natural was in. This was when we was perming hair, and the perm was killing my hair. Yeah. Killing my hair, like thinning it out. So basically, like, I get it. Yeah. I get it. And it's like, to be for people to belittle you for something that comes out of your hair that yeah. you can't control, that's crazy. This little girl is going to see these comments coming from black women saying, this ain't it, sis, or this ain't the type of natural hair we like. Even with the natural movement, that's crazy. Like, you see what I'm saying? And nobody it, came out no pussy it be your, with no It be your own people. Head. It be your own people. Because it wasn't white people <laughs> commenting. It wasn't the black. It you wasn't mostly crazy? the black men. It was the black women. You know what's crazy, that's crazy. too? Because black women will be fucking out. On Twitter, they get so mad when they see a white girl with braids. Why they can't wear braids? We've been, we've been perming our hair to look like theirs. 
We've mm. been wearing, we wear wigs to look and like their hair. hair and European style. They was been out here with the with the blue hair, the purple hair, rainbow colors, and all this shit. And now we're get we're we're um dyeing our wigs, dyeing our hair just like they ass. So why they can't get braids? I can't speak for other people, but what I my personal personal perspective about that is that I have no problem with anybody wearing any hairstyle because yeah. we don't own hairstyles. But the thing about it is that knowing the history of black hair and when it came from africa too is that i watched this interesting youtube video where basically the girl was um this lady was cornrowing the little girl's hair and she was showing how back in slave days they used to put rice in between it because sometimes they would go on those treks and they would they weren't given any food so literally they had to hide rice grains in the cornrows just to eat so some of this history of black hair, black hair is so important because it's sometimes it's a historical meaning. So people take offense to it when it's like people take it from other communities and then they try to rebrand it. Like Rihanna wore Bantu knots. It's always been Bantu knots. Yeah. It's a protective yeah. style. Yeah. And when they took it and put it in a white magazine and said it was mini buns, what? <laughs> I mean, I ain't gonna lie. Yes, you can do it, but don't try to rebrand things that come from the black community and yeah, make it seem I, like I you thought like of that. it it's not new like when the say where you got it from cornrows, it's like, and that's like the difference yeah. we don't have a problem with kim wearing braids we don't have a problem with no, white it was people outrage. wearing braids it was no, no 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 i'm talking about, about me I, me personally that's that's when i have a problem with it don't rebrand shit and make, make it, it seem like, like you didn't get it from the black community just say where you got it from what's the problem sis like where you got the cornrows from yeah. Don't rename the shit. Don't say it's mini buns. They're fucking bantu knots. Yeah, Black are. women been doing that since the beginning of time. Please just make it known where you're getting it from. They True. be calling it bo- box. Um, they be calling rope twist. Um, braids. <laughs> exactly. This is what you I'm talking Sky about. Jackson. Like she's like, what are those braids? She said, no, these are twists. And, and honestly, I wear protective styles because I honestly don't have the time to style and do my hair. Need, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it takes a up. lot to maintain natural black hair. Well, I love the skin I'm in and yeah. the hair that I'm in. For sure. You're going to take all these 4 I started, <laughs> um, <Right. laughs> I used to wear perms and stuff like that too. Don't get me wrong to each their own. But it used to really do damage on my head. I'm talking about I would have mm-hmm. the scalp burns. Let them know, sis. Yes. Them know, sis. Like heavy, heavy. And, yeah. you know. Once I came into my own and I went natural and everything, I'll never forget. I had a um, professor at school that was like, you know, she was talking to us about um, how we don't even realize how programmed we are as far as everything we do is uh, the European standards of beauty and how we have been brainwashed to feel like for you to be attractive, you have to have right and when she said that it just made me you know i was living in atlanta then and it just made me um dig deeper in myself and i felt like damn i don't want to keep mutting it to where i'm wearing all these styles and stuff and then my edges like you know be back like to the back of my skull and stuff like that like i wanted (laughs) better i wanted to have edges and stuff like that you know what i'm saying and i wanted to you know embrace myself so i remember too that um all right, I used to out. be on Twitter, <laughs> and um, I was saying, guys, I, I'm, you know, I'm debating. I want to grow locks and stuff like that or whatever. And um, a guy told me, oh, if you do that, you're going to lose your sex appeal, like, oh, automatically. I and can't. I was just like, I And, you know, years later, Monster, we need I'm to give just those very happy. 
that I make that chance and I make that change and it worked for me. And I feel like regardless, because I used to flip a lot of wigs and stuff like that too, but I think it's very important that you just got to love yourself like yeah, first and be comfortable not, in your, your skin. Edge is gonna be gone, Honestly, I wear like, hairstyles because before. I like to look different. It took me yeah, a whole step without true. having to commit to actually cutting my that's hair. That's true. And, my and, own I, hair. and I was doing that for I used to years. Do that. I had every damn style you could really imagine yeah. except like a shortcut. So for me, me, I was just like, you know, um, my brother, um, both my brothers have dreads, locks or whatever in. Um, my brother was like, you always trying to get your hair long. Why not just grow it out your own head? And I was like, oh, <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. And, you know, it's been years later. And I thought about I'm happy. getting locks. And then I thought about it. It ain't for everybody. One. Natural ain't for it. everybody either, too. Like, Natural is definitely for me because them perms was burning. Like, my my hair was sticking to my scalp and shit. Yes. I couldn't take it anymore. That's it's not for everybody, though. Anymore. The natural wave, ladies, I'm not trying to tell everybody go do it, too, because I don't But y'all ain't people, got no edges, boo. <laughs> I've seen people, too, that'll try to do the natural thing, and it don't work for them because mm-hmm. they don't know how to take care of their hair. They don't know how to style it. And then they be walking around looking like moop moop. It so. takes time to be honest with you to try to learn and it's how to trial take care of mine. Yeah. My hair started like eating up because I kept getting braids. I was trying to get braids because I didn't do the big chop, mm-hmm. so I kept getting braids, getting braids, and I noticed that my hair was shrinking. My ponytail started looking childish. I was like, "Hold up, now, <laughs> what's going on?" <laughs> I was looking like a grown woman two weeks ago. Now I'm putting up my hair like Sick of you, you feel me. But just I, take care of yourself and yeah, just do what works right. Yourself. Yes, right. And they keep your edges still. Like, fuck yes, these niggas. And black, yes. and black women, black women, you guys are beautiful. Y'all and we're so both. versatile. Like, Absolutely. I just, that that DMX challenge let me know that we can wear any <laughs> hairstyle we want. Love and love still em. look good. Uh, yes, so, yes. sis, keep slaying. Okay? Mm-hmm. Keep doing you. But I want to give the uh, straight raw top five moments dun, 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 dun. of the week. And, um... I definitely have to say number one for me was, um, do you pronounce it Jarrell? Jarrell, yeah, Jarrell, Jerome. Yeah. Um, he wins the Emmy for When They See Us, lead actor in a limited series. And I was watching the Emmys and I was just so happy to see black excellence yet again. I'm like, I can't remember how many Emmys um, they were nominated for, but... I just was like, man, they got to at least get one because that story was so important and um, just the timing and everything and for them to kind of get like a new uh, lease on life, the Exonerated Five, um, it just made me so happy to see the story um, being told and the passion that he put into playing, um, what is his name, Corey? Corey Wise. Yes, the the passion that he put into playing that character, it really made me feel like I saw the whole thing, happen. you know, happen. And um, yeah. he, he they all did an excellent job, but I think he that really played made me that role. His, his role made me tear up. Now, I was holding back the tears. You know, I'm a G, you feel me? I didn't want to <laughs> cry in front of Flo. He was going to crack my ass. Wow. <laughs> yeah, but it was very touching, and I'm glad that story has been brought um to the forefront because i remember hearing about it years ago but i I never really never knew the details and to the extent um of what it was so that was a top five moment for me to see um him take home an emmy 
on time for you know black excellence yet again. Yes. 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 Um, another moment of the week for me was Miss Rihanna, who the let's savage. Talk, let's talk about me. Hold on, Shane. Don't hey, let me bust you in here. Shall I not? Shall I not? Listen, listen. It's yeah. no, it's no, it's no pressure chill, because chill, we chill, 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 chill. Yeah, yeah, but. Um, that was black excellence yet again. Um, hats off to Rihanna. Like that show was freaking amazing. The show was crazy. I didn't even get to watch the whole I thing, the but whole I just thing. got to see different clips and oh. different um moments from we it. We see who's Bay now. I, I seen. I seen. Chill, 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 chill. <laughs> I saw um Twenty One Savage was up through. He was looking good up uh, there too. Shout out to Twenty One Savage. Who else was up there? Um, I saw Chris um, Combs. Christian Combs. Oh. King Combs. He was looking right. He had that yeah, the abs and whatever. Was glistening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Normani. Um, Normani. Sorry. Oh, I just yeah, I love her. I love her. Shout that out to Normani. Normani. Um, but no, honestly, like Rihanna, I, I respect she's one of the people I respect so much in the industry because like I said, coming from an island that literally uh, yeah barbados you never really heard celebrities coming from barbados and for her to not only have like a successful music career but then to flip that and become a businesswoman she Mm. worked over 600 million dollars right now i'm pretty sure in like a year or two she'll be a billionaire absolutely because it's fancy everything you cannot go Mm. nowhere and not see fancy and the fact that everyone was canceling victoria's secret low-key like they were saying victoria's secret who Mm-hmm. Like, like because but it just feels Victoria's good. Victoria's Secret like, raised us <laughs> No, no, no. But the thing is, a lot of people had been getting on Victoria's Secret via social media saying that they need to be more inclusive in terms of like body types and yeah. things like that. And what Definitely. they were saying were that okay, our lingerie and our bras are for a specific type of woman. Yeah. So because they were stuck with the niche, people are like, look, y'all bras expensive. Yeah. Y'all not including women that look like me, so I'm gonna go when somewhere my, else. When, my, when I had them double D's, boy, I could not find a save my life. I got them triples, and I go in there, and they got these ugly grandma bras, and I'm oh, 29. Well, I got A's, and you know, so everything is just fine. I, mean, I don't wear one half of the time, you know. I'm just free and let free be everywhere. So, yeah. But she had, she had, she had the the big beautiful women up there dancing and twerking. I was like, yes, sis, you gotta go. She had all different types of women in there, and I had goosebumps at the end because it just felt so good to see so many different types of women represented. She even had a lady that um. She had a prosthetic leg, I, I think. Mm-hmm. It was so dope. Like, I was like, yo, it does take a black woman to come in and change shit up. Yes, because Rihanna black women. Yes, yeah, so much love to you, Riri. I, I got to get, you know, after me. Two, what it is, two for 29? Yeah, that's a, yeah, I was looking at the website. Yeah, I need to order something. Let me go check that out Hello. when I get to the crib. Um, Rihanna, if you're listening to this, I have to meet you before I die. So me too. I'm nice, not one with you. I need to go to a concert or something. Drop some music, please. I don't want to burn. We need that fancy music, things, sis. But, you know, we'll save that for another time. Yeah. So another um powerful moment. Shout out to Billy Porter. Who uh, also at the Emmys? He was the first openly gay black man 
to win a lead actor in a drama category. Yes, yes, so. for his so. role on Pose. Everyone keeps telling me about that show Pose, mm-hmm. but I haven't watched it yet. But I heard it's really good. So shout out to him, I man. I didn't That's know awesome. anything about him except for this man came in a dress last year, and and I just started seeing people like speaking about him more and more. So I didn't even know. Oh, Paul, I thought he was yeah. like a stylist or something like that. I didn't even mm-hmm. actually man, know. I love that show. What am I talking about? That he was. Oh yeah, yeah. My. I you said something else. <laughs> yeah, I love that show. Oh my god, the category is. <laughs> my gay coworkers, they talk about it all the time, and they're like, Sherry Ann, you have to I watch it. You have love to." And I'm that like, show. "Oh my, the setting because it's a throwback setting. I just love it, and like the way I'm not gonna lie, I started getting deep." This season, mm-hmm. it started making me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> like, because it started opening more about the gay community mm-hmm. and all that stuff and activism and all of that shit when it comes to the gay community and mm-hmm. fighting for their rights and their AIDS and all that stuff. So I was like, oh, shit, I ain't know nothing about this. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, man, that's a good-ass show. I love it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have to definitely um, you have to watch check it. that out. And um, another top moment. I want to say shout out to the boss, Ricky Rose. Um, his memoir, Hurricanes, is out now, and he reached the status of now. Not only is he an artist and an entrepreneur, but now he adds author to these great things. And his book actually made it to being a New York Times bestseller. So, just really happy and just excited. And it's just like. Wow, you go from, you know, sitting on the bench for years, waiting, um, you know, to just get in and play and to still come out and have a 10th album that goes number one and then right behind it to become an author and you already a New York Times bestseller. Shout out to you. You know what I'm saying? That's hella motivation. Imagine like, being from Carol show. City and walking around and saying, I'm a New York Times bestseller. Carol City. Oh, my God. That nigga done hit so many milestones. And Man. His, his Very motivating. That movie. I love that damn movie. Yes. Coming to America, to his coming house. Coming to America and then the other movie that featured. they, they um, shot at his house. Oh, Superfly. Oh, my God. I fucking yeah. love that movie. Yeah, so he's doing big things. So um, big, big things. Shout awesome. out, shout out to the boss. Big time. And um, the last five um best moments to Beyonce, the Queen Bee. You know, she blessed us um with some pictures on her website. I've just been seeing exclusive pictures. Just hit different blog sites. Um, from Blue's seventh birthday, I believe, mm-hmm. and um, just pictures of the twins, and they're so adorable. And um, she also did something too. Was it a special the other day? She oh. did. Um, basically, it was a special on ABC where um, it just did the behind the scenes of making the Lion King the gift soundtrack, mm-hmm. and it was so dope because um, what I like about Beyonce was she said she wanted to make the album very authentic and like a love letter to Africa, and the fact that she gave all these dope African artists that you may not have even known existed a, a, platform. a platform yeah right um that was awesome and just seeing how she made it and where she recorded it at and her whole because I'm really into that I'm really into music so to see the making of it and how they're in their element and mm-hmm. how they produce and stuff was really mm-hmm. cool so um shout out to Beyonce man and then I, I get so much inspiration from her little outfits like she'd be jo- 
she dropped all them pictures. I'm like, sis, this yes. is a look, honey. And the Lisa Bonet, she um, she killed it. She did uh, what is it called? She um, she I think that was like Halloween last year. She posted. She she just posted the pictures. Because usually what she does, she posts um pictures from all of last year to kind of commemorate her birthday. Like, this was when she was 37, so she just turned 38. So she's posting all these memories from last year. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times they're like, damn, Beyonce be... Because they always make fun of Beyonce and say that she never goes anywhere. But then she, she posts all these pictures where she everywhere. Yeah. Keep her life private. Beyonce, I'm loving it. Okay? Yes. We don't hear nothing about Yes, you, exactly. You. I love and it. continue to I inspire and motivate the masses. Right. All right. So I want to give an honorable mention um, to DZ, the rapper. You yes, feel me? Shout out something to local that um, I just want to say, you know, congratulations to him. He's been doing it big. He has a platform called Culture Club Tours where, you know, he's been consistently for the last few months or since actually last Art Basel weekend, he's been putting on concerts for the city and it's just been amazing. So many people have come to show support and love and they're actually because I was there and I actually walked around because I just wanted to see the crowd and just, you know, get a feel of everything. And it's actually real new fans for people to perform not yeah. just homeboys you know 10 of their homeboys with yeah. their dog shirt on and then when they finish performing they leave like no like real audience and he's like actually giving like artists from all over he did a florida tour recently mm-hmm. before this one and he's actually giving these artists that's from florida a, a platform. platform so they can yeah. get themselves out there and a lot of people are complaining about that nobody's giving nobody a platform but he's actually doing this shit mm-hmm. right and so much like, love to you, you know? for doing your thing keep up the good work it gets better every time they keep you know they doubted him and he just keeps coming back and hitting them bigger every time so i'm very proud of him and he very has a clothing line proud of culture club tours and culture club apparel so Mm -hmm. make sure you look out for that make sure you follow him dz the rapper um to get more information if you'd like to be a part of the culture club tour and so now for the bel-air cheers to success moment and i'm sorry the cheers to success moment of the week has to go to somebody i know by the name of wilhelmina jones (laughs) Shout out to Miss Wilhelmina Jones, honey, doing her thing. I heard she won a MEA, which is the Miami Entertainment Award. And um, I just want to say to all the people that nominated me, all the supporters, everybody that voted for me, I was totally shocked that I won. I was totally shocked that I was even nominated, to be honest. So to win... um, I just want to say to everybody who supports me, I really appreciate you. I won radio person. Wait, the best, best media radio personality. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that was it. Um, for the Miami Entertainment Awards. So that just means a lot to me to know that, you know, you put in work and it's very hard to get any love from your hometown, from your city, and. So I just want to say to the people that nominated me and voted for me, like, I'm as a people. I really appreciate it. <laughs> and I got you, bro. I really appreciate it. And, you yes, know, I as well nominated. It, it feels good to know that um, the streets, you know, 
got some love and respect for you. So thank you guys so much for that. And of course, it was a lot of backlash with that whole situation because it's crazy to me. People want to complain about um, people not having unity or doing stuff for the city. And when people do something, then it's always somebody going to have something to say. But um, shout out to Miami Entertainment Awards for them trying to do something positive for the community that's and to give one back that's so platforms but this one's a little broader because mm-hmm. of the categories and just trying to acknowledge people that's in right, the Miami exactly. scene that's yeah. doing something worth mentioning so for anybody that's upset that they didn't win or they didn't wah, get wah, wah. <laughs> they go didn't harder get nominated <laughs> Take that up with the people because the people. That's podcast the topic, street, man. The you know what I'm saying? The streets voted. Okay. And um, I love the streets. And the streets <laughs> love me back. And, you know, we always going to keep it straight raw on this side. So thank you so much for tuning in Let's to this episode. Cheers to success. Yes, yes, yes. Cheers to success. And um, thank you for everybody that you know just rocks with me make sure you follow me at empress raw make sure you follow um you can follow me on ig my instagram is shay s-h-a-y underscore bay b-a-e eight nine and also on twitter it's viva lachey v-i-v-a-l-a-s-h-a-y and she's also responsible for follow um running wilhelmina's world so yes make sure you follow it's Wilhelmina's world yeah. at <laughs> on Instagram. Um, we have all our updates, anything that's going on in entertainment, media, TV, News. hot topics, all and of more. that. Please follow us. And it also goes to Facebook too. Yes, Facebook as well. Please like us, share yeah, on Facebook. Me. Wilhelmina's world. Yeah. You can follow me at Envy Me. On Instagram and Twitter, it's spelled E-N underscore V-Y underscore underscore M-E. Both on Twitter and Instagram. I'm, I'm not sure mm-hmm. if I said it before. Um, also and she also runs straightraw.com. I do. And the site. So tell them where to um, follow it. Um, you can follow on Instagram and Twitter at It's Straight Raw. Also, check out fake. Nobody's cupcakes. You feel me? I can't wait to. St- you know, I've been waiting to get off I so I can tear them today. up right now. We've been sponsored by Nolis this evening. You feel me? Yeah. Shout out to the sponsors. Shout out to Nolis for the cupcakes. Shout out to Bel Air for always. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Providing the vibes. Yes. We appreciate you so much. Shout out to Munch. Shout out to Jay Zoe. Shout out to Chevy. Shout out to everybody. You feel me? That is rocking with us. And make sure you check out the website, straightraw.com. So we'll be back with another episode. Make sure you tell a friend. Make sure you share. Make sure you like. Make sure you comment. We appreciate y'all for listening. Much love. Until next time, we out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah.